going weiter. One of maybe the most well-known Pesachim in Mishlei. Perek Gimel Pesach Yedalef. And it's really two Pesachim in Yedalef and Yed Beis, it's one Indian. And Shlema Menach says like this. Musar Hashem. The Musar of Hashem, Beni Altimas. My son, don't despise. Don't despise the Musar of Hashem. So what Koitz is we had in Parsha week ago that says they could see if they have Israel. It it hurt them, it made them better the success of Bnei Israel. So we see two points. There's the Musa of Hashem and there's the Teichach of Hashem. Musa is Musa, Teichach is rebuke. And there's two instructions. Don't be moist the Musar of Hashem and don't talk it, don't despise his Teichacha. Why not? So the Pasuk carries on in Pasuk in base. Okay, so share you have Hashem Yechiach. The one of Hashem loves his Mechiach, that's going on the second part of Teichachtoi. Uchav is Ben Yirtzeh. And therefore that has to be, by definition, going on the first part, which is the Musa. Okay, so we just read the Psukim. What does it mean? What's the difference between Musa and Techocha? What's the instruction Al-Timos and Musa and Al-Takoitz and Techocha? And what's the continuation of the Pasuk? That the one Hashem loves his Mechiach, so he explains it Techocha. And the first part of the Pasuk, the Musa of Hashem, Uch'av is Ben Yirzeh. How does that connect? So you'll see inside what the Gaon says, and then Bez Hashem will try and explain. And the Gaon says like this, Musar Hashem Shehem Yisurim Aboi Molecho. The Musar of Hashem is Yisurim. Al Timos, El Tzakabu Ba'avu V'chibu. person shouldn't be moist, despise Yisurim, accept them Ba'avu, accept them with love. Va'al Tokotz B'Teichachtoi. And something done to spice is Teichacha. Teichacha will be Dibur. Masham Echichim Oyscha, I'll talk it to him. Let me know from the Torah. There's a mitzvah of Hechech Techech Esamitecho to give Mus, so to speak, to give Teichacha rebuke to your friends. So that's with speech. But how does it apply to Hashem? Unless you're talking about a Novi. So in what way does Hashem give Teichacha? so to speak, which is different to Yusurim, which is different to Musa. Ki yes, Hashem Yehav Hashem Yechiach. Hashem Ani is Mechiach. You know, gives Teichach to someone he loves. Says the Gon, Ki ain derech lechiach rak le'oyev. The derech is only to give rebuke to someone you like. Asher liboi doyeg al ro'osei. You're worried about the fact that something bad will happen to him. And if I see him going in a way which isn't good for him, so then he gives him rebuke. It's to stop him going in a way which isn't good for him. Probably, if Hashem is being Mechiach, he's giving you Teichacha, so Mistama means he loves you. 
Mazerim is Tomei. The Pazit doesn't say it like that. The Pazit says, Kei Yitzhashir Yahav Hashem Yechiyach. And therefore we would say, if Hashem is giving to Yechacha, then it's a lie, He loves you. Mazerim is Tomei. So let's uh, explain a little bit. What's the difference first between Musa and Techacha? So the Gaon explains Chiddush. The Gaon explains that Musa here means Yisurim. And what's the difference between Techacha and, and Yisurim? And the difference is Techacha is a warning. Techacha is a warning. Just like Techacha is to warn somebody that if they're doing something wrong, they're going to suffer the consequences. They're going to get punished for what they're doing. So saving over here, Techach is a warning. And therefore Hashem warns. And Musa is when a person's done wrong. So then as you say, it's coming to undo, so to speak, the wrong where a person did. Now, therefore, this is a principle we see many times in the Torah. And that is, like the Gaon writes, Hechacha is a warning before a person goes too far. In his words, a person is So he hasn't yet gone too far down that road. He's not yet holding in a stage where he's needs to be punished. But if a person is starting in the direction which isn't good, so then there's the worry that he's going to need punishment in the future. And therefore, Techach is to stop that. To warn him before he goes too far. There's only a place to Klai Yisrael. Okay, so sure you have a Shemichiach, the place to ask Klai Yisrael. The Goyim, on the contrary, Hashem leaves them until they get to the stage where they deserve the punishment. He doesn't try and warn them along the way that they're going to be that they're going wrong, and therefore they're they're being warned to change because the mahalach they're going isn't good. There were exceptions. There were exceptions where Hashem did warn the goyim, such as when Yonah went to Nineveh. But there was a reason for each exception. Normally, that that hanhaga that Hashem come so to speak to give us teichacha is a way to prevent us going too far is a sign of Hashem's love that He doesn't want us to get to that stage we need to be punished and that's a teichacha what's the problem? what means does Hashem have to give teichacha? so when the Wenavim like we said teichacha like He says is Bedibur and when there were Nevim, who could be the ones to be the agents to warn Klai Yisrael of impending punishments, to tell them that they were doing wrong, and uh, to forestall, so to speak, the punishments which would have come otherwise, so that was the job of the Nevim. Like the Pasuk says in Yirmiyahu, Hashem says, I sent you Nevim, Hashkem Maharif, every morning and every evening. Right? There, was a, there was the tragedy which was looming, and the, the Teichacha came in the form of a warning. And that is, if you don't do Tshuva, then this is what's going to happen. And even after, the, when they're no longer Nevim, so Hashem finds other agents to give that Teichacha. Whether it's coming in the form of the Gdolei Adar, 
who are warning the dar of what they see impending, whether it's through incidents which wake a person up, like the Gemara says, is a kind of midah connected midah, but there's a principle of Techacha. And the principle of Techacha is that it's meant to be the wake up call before it comes to a stage where we need to be punished. That's Begadah Kesashayah Havashem Yachich. Techacha comes as a sign of love. Since you don't want the person to suffer, so Mimela, I'm going to try and prevent him from what he's doing so he doesn't get to that stage where he needs to suffer. We need to be punished. So that's something we're used to, and that's the Hanhaga which applies to Kaisha as a whole always. The Chiddush of Shlema here, Bini, he's talking to the Yachid also. And that is, there's a din in the Yachid also, that before he gets punished, there's a Techacha. And there he says, I'll talk about the Techachta. Don't despise the warning. It's coming to protect you, to prevent a bigger punishment. And Hashem warns Klai Yisrael collectively because Hashem loves Klai Yisrael. If a person sees that they are being warned, so they should see it as a sign of affection. They should see it as a sign that Hashem is looking out for them. And that's why he says, if the Navi would come directly to a person, an individual, knock on his door, and say, I've been sent to warn you, so of course a person would see it as a techacha and hopefully he'll get the message. But when the means Hashem has of delivering that warning aren't through the agency of a Navi, it's not that clear. It's through a sign that a person has to see that things don't work out the way he expected. Or for whatever other reason, Hashem is trying to wake him up to something. So the person has to be able to notice that as seeing as a techacha. And not as a punishment. The Ramchal talks about this a lot and it's a very important point. When things don't go the way you want. When things don't work out. Are you meant to see it as a punishment or are you meant to see it as a warning? And the first step is, that's what he's saying over here. Look, at, look to it first as being a teichacha. That there's something that you're meant, to be, you're meant to see. There's something you're being shown. And if that's the case, it's not else being punished. Else as a sign of affection that Hashem is trying to show you that there's something that you need to fix. Or there's something you're not doing right. That's the first point. Now, the next point. Musar Hashem, we said, B'ni Al-Timas. The Musar, the Vildagon here translates, Musar is Yisurim Shibayim Alecha. Yisurim is punishment. That's a later stage. If a person didn't accept the Teichacha, and now, he's, he's, he's fallen to the level, he's done the things wrong, which require a punishment, so Hashem punishes, but it's Begeda Musa. What does that mean? What does it mean? So the Gon explains. Lucha'av is spare in Yitzhak, I'm reading the Gon. Hunegadam Musa. Sha'al Timas. 
Why? Punishments is only a father to a son. Friends, I warned him, I have his best interests in heart, he's my friend, and therefore I warned him about the danger of what he's doing. With a friend, the most I can do is I can warn him. If he doesn't take the warning, if he doesn't want to listen to me, so then I can't, I can't do more. And he'll, I'll, he'll carry on going whichever direction he chooses to go. For, from a father to a son, if the father warns the son, and the son doesn't listen, He's not going to stop after just warning him. He's going to, instead of just being warning him, he's going to give him Yisurim. A way to try and stop him doing what he's doing wrong. Because his father loves the son so much, that's what hurts him to see the the, the, the Bad, which is going to happen to his son. The chofetz bitzalka. He wants him to be right. And therefore, he's being yasser him because he understands this is the best thing. In other words, as a friend, I can give advice. As a friend, I can even give a warning, but I can't do more than that. So Asher Yoehav, according to the pasuk. In any way that I love somebody, I'll give them techocha. I don't want them to do the wrong thing. I don't want them to make mistakes and suffer the consequences. So yes, as a friend, in any capacity that I'm close to somebody, I'm going to warn them when I see them doing something which I think is going to be harmful. When it comes to giving Musa, which means Yisurim, then in that it has to be specifically Avispen. It's Tafka, father to a son that's in the position and cares enough to be the one to give Yisurim. So we need to explain that. What's a gather of Yisurim? What's a gather of Yisurim different to the gather of Oynish? Because Yisurim are being called Musa. So what does he mean? And like again, how does he say in the words of Chavis ben Yirtzeh? What does the word Yirtzeh mean? So the Vagon says, V'hasimun shemach mas'avuhu the way you can see that the Yisurim were from Ava, when he stops the punishments, then he wants to do what the son wants, he speaks to him in a way which is, so to speak, comforting, the fire is tighter. And Yisurim. Why? When Hashem gives you Yisurim, Again, we're talking about the Yachid. So we say again, if a person gets Yisurim, it's a sign that he's Chaviv to Hashem, like a son. And the Raif that is that after the Yisurim, you'll see that Hashem will, so to speak, do more to Meratze, to appease the person he gave Yisurim to. And therefore it's a stage afterwards. And after there's a period of punishment of Yusurim, so after there's a period of Yirtzeh, of appeasement. And the idea is that if a person gets punished, then he might think he's been rejected. 
that Klai Yisrael did think. After the Churban, they came to the Navi Yecheskel, and they said, Evet Shagir Shirabwe, Ve'isha Shagir Shabayin, Klum Yeshem Zelzeh. We've been punished, which means we've been rejected. We've been divorced. We've been sent out. And if that's the case, our cash with Hashem has been ended. And therefore, to show us that that's not the case, after a period of punishment, so Hashem's response is Yirtzeh. Hashem's response is to show a greater affection, so to speak, so we shouldn't feel rejected. We spoke about this by Yosef. On the one hand, Yosef was sent into Godless. But when he got to Godless, he was tremendously successful. This is the Yirtzeh. There was the Musa. He was thrown to a pit. He was sold as a slave. He was sent down to Egypt and separated from his family. But at the same time, he rises to prominence. And Hashem hasn't abandoned him. And that's the second point. When Hashem needs to punish, that's the Musar Hashem. But it causes timas. It causes rejection. Like Yirmiyo Anobi said, after the Khurban, the same notion, you have rejected us. A person sees punishment, he feels rejected. We've been completely rejected. So on the one hand, when a, the punishment causes rejection, that's what Shlava Menech is saying. Musa Hashem b'ni altimus. If a person is being punished, he shouldn't feel it as a sign of rejection. He shouldn't see it as feel as a sign that, so to speak, that's the end of his connection to Hashem, because it's uchav ben Together with the rejection, well, let's say after the stage of rejection, Adrava Hashem will show more closeness, more affection, because. He wants to show that Klai haven't been rejected. I heard from Rav Pam, Rav Ram Pam, the Shri of Torah once, on a speech he gave years and years ago. He said that after the Holocaust, that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu allowed it to be, so to speak, a Jewish country. Whatever your political take on of Israel is, but Lemaisaj was a place where Jews could be safe. And he said the reason is, is because after the Musar Hashem, there had to be an extra level of Chavis Ben Yurtzeh. The Sarkaishal hadn't been rejected. And we see this lots of times in Jewish history. Going back to the Khurban. On the one hand, Kaishal were rejected, sent to Babel, the Khurban, the Basimish was burnt, they were sent to Goddess. On the other hand, by Babel they were tremendously successful. They had their own a certain level of autonomy, they had their own leader called the Rash Kadosa. They had the the success financially there. Success spiritually, that was the Makkum where they built the whole Talmud Bavli. There was a definite, there was also a Yirtse. And therefore, let's put the Basak together now. This, it starts with Techacha. And the first level is Al Takos for Techachta. But Hashem is warning a person. So don't, just don't despise the warning. Don't despise the warning. It's coming to prevent a problem. It's coming to prevent a level where a person needs to get punished. And therefore, when a person sees things don't work out the way they want it, they feel some setback, some lack of hatzlacha, some loss, whatever it's going to be, the first way to always look at it is that it's a techacha. It's a warning. 
It's a warning because it's meant to prevent a bigger loss. And then a person has to wake up and try and think, what's the warning meant for? What am I meant to learn from this? Because if a person doesn't take the warning, then it's going to bring to the Tichach. Then it's going to bring to the Musa, to the Yisur. It's going to bring to the second stage, which is the punishment. Now, this is a hard level to know, because when a person sees the first level, he might think that's already the punishment. He doesn't have that that's only the warning. I'll give you an example of this. But in, in, in a worldwide scale, if you look at the previous century, we look at the First World War and the Second World War. And in hindsight we can see that the First World War was the Teichacha. That was the warning. The Second World War was the punishment. Now, anybody who lived through the First World War would never have imagined this is the Teichacha. On the contrary, Kaiser wrote in tremendous hardship. Whether it was loss of income, whether it was having to move and run from various armies, deprivation, hunger, famine, the Spanish flu, the Russian flu, the civil war in Russia, all the problems Kaisral faced, the internal fights between the uh, communist, uh, what they call the Evsektia, anti-Jewish movement. Tremendous history. Anybody who survived the First World War would never have imagined this wasn't punishment. It's only in the hindsight of history, or maybe, but the Ruch HaKodesh of people like Chofetz Chaim, who are saying afterwards, this was, only this, this was only the warning. If we don't learn the lesson, the punishment is still going to come. And compared to the Second World War, the First World War was nothing. The man Klaishal second in the uh, suffered in the Holocaust was much, much more. In comparison, the First World War was the warning. But then again, a person has to be able to see that. At the time, like I said, there were very few who could look at the first law and say, this is just a warning. It looked like the ultimate tragedy. It looked like the tragedy. It was only afterwards when we can see where it led to, then we can see that it was actually a warning. And therefore, that's the first point. The first point. If something goes wrong, it could be something small, it could be something very big. But the first way to look at it is, this is a warning. This is a warning because there's something that you meant to learn. And therefore, there's something for us to do. There's something for us to do. We're meant to learn a lesson and implement the lesson. Because otherwise, we're not, le- we're not learning a lesson from the warning, then things are going to keep going wrong. So the first point is, if something happens, look to look, look for a lesson in it. Look to see what's Hashem trying to show us. What are we meant to improve? What's the Tichacha? The person refuses to see that he's being caught in the Tichacha. He's despising the lesson. And then the second stage. If the lesson isn't learned, then it comes to you, sir. There's a Gemara, and the Gemara says that the Shoif Yamov, Rabbi Eliezer was sick, he was suffering. And his Talmudim came to visit him. It's the Gemara at the end of the sixth paragraph in the Hedron, and then the Gemara did. And the Gemara says that the other Tanoim saw Rabbi Eliezer suffering. Obviously, it was just before he died. 
he wasn't able to learn, he was in tremendous pain. And each one tried to give him the Chama. And the Gemara says that Rabbi Yeshua told him that you're more precious to Klai Yisrael than the sun. And just like the world needs the sun to live, same thing, Klai Yisrael needs the source of Rabbi Yazan. And Rabbi Tarifan told him you're more precious than the rain. And just like the world needs rain, then we need the source of Rabbi Yazan. And Rabbi Akiva, who was also there, told him, Chavivim Yisurim. Yisurim Achaviv. Yisurim Avelavid. And Rabbi Yazan said, let me hear the words of my Talmud, Rabbi Akiva. And the question is, what were the other Tanayim trying to tell him? And why wasn't he makabal what they were saying? There are a number of answers given, but the one I want to share with you tonight, beautiful idea. And that is, they saw that Rabbi Eliezer could no longer be Rabbi Eliezer. A tzaddik who is suffering, who can't learn, is on his deathbed. So yes, the godless that Rabbi Eliezer had in his lifetime, whether it was Torah or Avod or whatever it was, he can't learn anymore. So they tried to tell him, Rabbi Eliezer, just the fact that you're alive is valuable. Just the fact that you're alive is valuable because the master, your being part of Klai Yisrael is protecting Klai Yisrael. So yes, you might feel you can't learn, you can't add schusim, you can't achieve more, but you should know, your being here with us is protecting Klai Yisrael. Just like the sun, the rain, whatever it is, are necessary, so having tzaddikim with us is necessary. And even though the Chachamim meant to comfort him with that. We see that he wasn't comforted. <coughs> Why did Rabbi Akiva say different? Rabbi Akiva said, Chavivim Yisurim. Yisurim are valuable. Why Yisurim valuable? And this is the, the Oymek of what God said here also. Kashi Yisurim Bayin Alecha and this is a big dagger. There's one thing of Altimas. Don't feel rejected when you get punished. Don't feel you've been abandoned. Even though that is maybe the natural feeling a person would feel. That's what Klai Yisrael felt at the time of the Chorban, like we said. The Altimas. But it's not a dagger. If Hashem is interested in punishing you, then like we saw in the last one, not just I'm like a friend, like a son. Like we said, a friend can give advice, can give a warning, he doesn't punish. Only a father punishes. And therefore, in punishment, a person should be able to see that chavivus. In the punishment itself, a person should be able to see that this is a sign that I'm chaviv to Hashem. That's what Rabbi Kiva told him. Chavivin Yisurim. Look at the punishment as a sign of your, that you're precious. Not just because what I am and therefore Klai Shor can gain from me. It's a level for Abilezer himself. Chavivin Yisurim. If you're being punished, see it as a sign of that you're, how much, so to speak, you're special that Hashem is interested in punishing you. That's a simon is treating you like a son. That's what Rabbi Eliezer wanted to hear.
What's the value in Yisurim? What's it to gain from the Yisurim itself? That itself. You're being treated like a son. That's what the Gantz is afterwards. If people can't see that we take the Yisurim, then there needs to be a special Anhaga afterwards of Yirtzeh. But Hashem comes to appease them and shows them, and show them the fact that I punished you was punishing you like a father. But the real darga is that in the punishment itself a person can see that. It's a davar omwik. It's a davar which is hard to do. And we're just saying the words of Shlomo Melech. In the punishment itself a person can see chavivos. I'm being punished, that's a sign that Hashem is interested in me. And that's the Dargi says. Musar Hashem b'ni altimas. Don't feel rejected when you get punished. Adrab. See as a sign of Hashem's affection. Because it's tough for a father who's interested in going the extra step, not just to warn his son, but to punish him if he does something wrong. And then the Hemshach of the Pasuk, like the Gohan says, to show that point. To show that point. Let's, let's talk about another story the Gemara gives. The Gemara talks about the story of Rabbi Ranasi. That Rabbi Ranasi for 12 years or 13 years at different Mishras was a Bal Yisur. Whether it was his teeth or his stomach, there's also different members in Chazal, the Gemara and the Midrash are different things. But Rabbi suffered tremendously. For 12 or 13 years. The Gemara brings it as the example of even the biggest tzaddikim Hashem punishes them. Yisurim. But the Gemara says, for the 13 years when Rebbe suffered, no lady had a miscarriage in her sister. Nothing went wrong. Why? Why? Says Ramchali Yisait. He says, when a tzaddik suffers, so that's Mechapra in the door. Now, it doesn't mean that other people who are aren't responsible for what they do wrong. Aren't responsible for what they do wrong. But there's this, this is the, the first Tanhaga we see. That, just like by Rabbi Yezah, when they told him, Rabbi Yezah, you suffering it's as helping Kai Yisrael just like the sun and the rain. And that is, on the one hand, for whatever reason, the tzaddik deserves to suffer. At the same time, Hashem wants to show how important the tzaddik is. And therefore, at the same time he's suffering, Dafka then Hashem shows the whole door it needs a source of the tzaddik. Mitzayachot Rabbi suffering. Yisuri. Mitzayachot don't think it's because Rebbe is not a tzaddik. I will show at the same time in Hagar that the whole door is being protected in Rebbe's chus. So you can see what a tzaddik Rebbe is. And that's the same you said. On the one side, the suffering. On the other side, it's showing the value of the person suffering. It is like a ben. Gemara says in the passage, Hashem punishes a person, that's why Hashem talks about his godless. 
Right the door. The same time it talks about punishment, it talks about Shalom Melech. Klai Shal suffered the drought because of two reasons. Shal wasn't properly eulogized after he died and the fact that he killed the Givonim. What? So Shal is being punished or Shal is being praised? It says they were both together. Where Shal was being criticized for what he did wrong, at the same time, Klai Shal meant to have eulogized Shal better. Felt the loss when he got killed more. It's the same thing here. On the one side, the tzaddik gets punished. That's not a sign of rejection. On the contrary, it's a sign of affection. And the way Hashem shows that is that same tzaddik's chus is now helping the whole door while he's being punished. So it should be clear that he's not being punished as because he's so bad. On the contrary, on the contrary, you see how much chusim he has. That was the first point. <coughs> the first thing that uh, Rabbi Leza was told. Your suffering is protecting the door. Because Mitzad Echod, yes, Tzadik suffers. Mitzad Hashani, at the same time, Hashem shows that he's a Tzadik. And therefore, in his source, the whole door gets protected. That's the first point. But the second point also, what Rabbi Akiva told him. Not just for the door. Chavivin Yusurim. Chavivin Yusurim. When a person feels Musa Hashem. And like the one says, it's a sign for him himself that Hashem is interested in him. And that's the second point. Not just that Hashem shows the rest of the door. The person himself can get to that stage of understanding that the, if he's being punished, it's the sign of Chavivus. It's a sign of Chavivus. That's all the Gaon says here. But there's an extra point we have to add. It's an extra point we have to add, which is brought down in the Gaon himself, just in other places. And that is such a postulate point. And that is, the reason is, because the point of the father being Yasser the son is to prevent him from being more bad. Prevent him from a greater punishment. Yisurim in this world, it's Poshat that's in the same category. Compared to the Yisurim of Eilam Abba, or compared to what a person would lose without them in Eilam Abba, that's a million times worse. And yes, in this world it's hard to see when a person's suffering, why suffering is good for him. But that Yisurim of Imunah, and that is that Hashem pays back our ponov, his tzaddikim in this world, is the biggest tithe. It's the biggest tithe. Because preventing them, or it's in place of a much bigger punishment, lasted lover. And like the Goyen writes, and Ramchal writes also in other places. I thank you, Hashem, for what you did to punish me. But with the perspective of the future, which a person doesn't have yet, that he'll look back and be grateful for the user. Because Be'etzim, in the longer run, in the full picture, the person sees why they were the biggest over. Compared to the Rasha who isn't punished in this world, 
and Adabi, he's left to deal with the consequences of his maizim in Oilam Emes, that's pure din. That's punishment. That's eternal punishment. Compared to that, the fact that Hashem gives you serum to tzaddikim in this world is better than the biggest taiva. Is better than the biggest taiva. It's not easy, and I'm not, I'm not minimizing you, sir. I'm just explaining the words of Shlomo Melech. That's the perspective to be able to understand the, the Musar Hashem and Makabal that has been Ben That even if the warning's one stage, but even the punishment stage, the Atsem is a kindness. It's, it's something which Hashem does dafka for a son. And Chazal say this. I'll finish with that. Chazal say, on the Pasuk in Mecha, Rak Eschem Yadatim, you call Mishpachoy Sadama, Akan Efer Alechem is called Avon Yisechem. Hashem says, Because I love you more than all the other nations, that's what I'm going to punish you. And Chazal asks, Why? That's the reason to get punished? And Chazal say, Yes. The fact that Hashem is prepared to punish in this world is the biggest chesed. It's the biggest chesed because it stands in place of a much bigger and much longer punishment in Olam Emes. And I'll finish with one more chazal. It's an amazing thing. Chazal says Hashem Kilo complained about this. So chazal in a number of places, a number of midrashim. Hashem says, Ani Marty, that I'll pay them for their various in this world to save them the big oynish of Gehenna. And they complained while they're being punished. I said I was doing them a tova. To, so to speak, deal with their various years. They shouldn't have to deal with Gehinnom. And they complained about it. And Hashem is a tiny. Like, I'm doing you a chesed and you're complaining. Even found by Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu says when he meets Paro about all the problems he had. And the Apostle says, Why does Yaakov complain about Cyrus? And the Chazal says, Doesn't he understand that it's the best thing in the world? That Cyrus here are better than having to deal with it later. It was a taina. Maybe to a minimal level on Yaakov, but that same taina applies to everybody. When there is Musar Hashem, again, no one's saying it's easy. We're looking at the level that Shalom is trying to teach us. When there is Musar Hashem, the way to relate to it, the way to understand it, is that it's the Ovis Ben Yirtzeh. It's the father trying to do the best thing in the circumstances for his son. If the best thing is to warn them ahead of time, Hashem will warn us. And if it's already past the warning stage, then the best thing Hashem can do now is give us punishment here. And if that's the way, to spare us from the bigger punishment of Olam Abba. Like Rabbi Kiva said, Chavivin Yusuri.